And welcome back to Richmond Tiger Talk. My name's Nick. And I'm Andy. Did you get emotional on Saturday, Andy? I think we all did. Look, mm. it, it was a really powerful moment. And I think after the GDWS put up their 100-point margin, it really made us reflect on what a magnificent run that has been with Essendon not making finals. <laughs> uh, having... Geelong and Essendon knocked out of the the finals in uh, was both on both on Saturday. It really it just it just felt like the perfect tribute to Jack and Trent's uh, career, particularly particularly Jack having a, a seventeen year career without an Essendon finals win. Like uh, yeah, it's like we're we're living in a blessed time. Look. Snarkiness aside, I think it, they did it the best possible way to to make you, you, you know it's basically a footballing wake the retirement game, mm. and everyone wants a Matt hopes their wake, uh, wake is a, a time of celebration of their life mm. and not a time of you know of sadness but also of a celebration and I think that's what it was. Yeah, I agree. Look the. It it was very well done, and I wasn't feared I was going to be uh, a complete mess, and it wasn't it wasn't too bad most of the time. But actually, when um, they showed footage of uh, Trent crying, that that actually really got me because you know sort of Jack's Jack's always been the the more hard on his sleeve. Uh, kind of guy, but yeah, seeing seeing it really hit Trent, and for him to have that moment where he's thinking, "Oh God, this is the last time." Yeah, that did it. Yeah, and the just the Jack, you know, when Jack would line up, and sadly he had a he mm. had a goal kicking um, uh, quarter in the fourth, and. Thank you to Jack Zibel for missing his shot, so that it didn't feel like once again that North Melbourne stole our moment in a in a tiny mo- tiny way. But uh, yeah, it was um, it, it was it, that aspect was melancholy, knowing that you'd never see it again mm. uh, on the football field. Or sorry, you know, I'd be all for Trent Koch and being drafted into the VFL this <laughs> week. <laughs> and Jack, I suppose they both could they both technically play? Uh, no. Yeah, because neither neither of them have have played a single game, and I think this qualifies as as finals. Yeah. Okay, but anyway, it was it was a, it was a nice thought. <laughs> it, it look, it, it was as much as I could possibly enjoy a game where mm. we only had three guys under with under less than fifty games experience, and we weren't going to make the finals. Put it that way, because you know. And so it, they did it. it. It was a really strange feeling. It's one of the strangest games I've ever watched, actually, in some ways. Um, yeah. Look, it, it was a bit end of end of season uh, where the game sort of felt like it drifted for for periods of time. Um, I have in my notes, Dusty refused to lose. Like um, when they, you know, there'd be a whole series of. Uh, scrappy play, like he, uh, him, him and Shay just would manage to create something out of nothing. Um, 
which was which was pretty good. But yeah, it wasn't a great game. Yeah, this really is. Uh, I've said this many times. I'm sorry to repeat myself, but my this has been a vintage dusty season in a way that almost you haven't seen before, and and just the way he's wanted to pay tribute to his teammates. It's mm. it's been it's been really like I've really enjoyed his football. In fact, he was the one I almost got most emotional about watching play the, this game because the old guy still got it and he's giving everything. Yes, yes he certainly does. <laughs> um, in a you know in a dead rubber. Um, just to pay tribute to he to his his mates and uh, it was beautiful to watch. Dusty was my highlight of the game, other than something we'll get to. Well, yes, I think I think I can get that. Um, look, the Trent, uh, we were den- denied a, a Trent uh, goal slag. Um, I was glad we got we got at least one Jack uh, goal. If if not, you know, he flubbed his lines. Um, annoyingly. Uh, a while back, uh, I checked for, uh, and actually for, for other great full forwards, accuracy wasn't really a thing that deserted them, but it kind of did for for Jack in the, in his last season, which was pretty annoying. I think part of it, part of it was his having to go further from, um, he was taking some harder shots, but it was, yeah, it, it was his worst, worst goal-kicking season ever, unfortunately. Yeah, and look, it, it might be variation. I'm the worst at this, is assuming that when an old player has a down year, that it's just that it means it's the end. But maybe it was just variation. But you could see it today, couldn't you? Oh, sorry, I said that. Yeah, look, yeah, he he. Look, he's he's always been a guy who sort of runs runs a little hot and cold with his goal kicking, and unfortunately, he's running a bit cold. But yeah, look, that it's a. It's it's a minor it's a minor quibble, um, you know the difference between finishing with seven hundred and eighty seven go- uh, goals and seven hundred and ninety, you know, shrug. <laughs> it's a pretty great career. It, yeah, it, it it was magnificent. And look, at the end of the day, if we, I didn't actually, I wasn't that like I was glad we won, but I wasn't overly invested in the outcome of the game. I, I said it before as well. Like it was, yeah, it was just a, it was a tribute game. And Richmond, as has been noted before, has suddenly got good at tribute games. <laughs> a period of, of being awful in them. But, you know, we've, we've delivered. Um, they haven't been huge. Again, yeah. Yeah, but, you know, we've beaten, beaten teams. And in some ways the, I mean, no, in absolute, definitely the, Trent 300 was mm. the highlight of the season. Oh, um, absolutely. Both emotionally, but probably on field as well was the best win, mm. I would say. Um, it, it's it's the, the weirdest random stat that the only Richmond 300 game uh, milestone game that we lost was Jack Dyer's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go. Um, um, how do you feel about um, uh, Shay chasing Jack for the, for the Michael Roach medal this weekend? He's three behind. Yeah, it's going to be, it might be tough this weekend, um, but uh, yeah, well, if he gets it through kicking straight from set, set, set shots, I'll be overjoyed. Otherwise, <laughs> um, I'll probably be slightly melancholy about it, but yeah, um, good stat. Mm. Um, yeah, he, um, Shay was fantastic. 
Dusty was fantastic. We mentioned, and look, Andy, you've shown an admirable uh, restraint to go eight minutes without talking about our other major forward. Well, um, and obviously that Shea stole one of um, oh, clearly so yeah. all those goals, which uh, I think um, I think I might have sworn in the text I sent <laughs> our group chat on about that one. Um, yeah, he, he, he had a day out. Actually, um, uh, by, he got a lot less taps, but he was on a percentage of uh, hit-outs to advantage uh, that he was the best ruckman on ground. And, mm. uh, there were four decent ruckmen on that ground. Um, and so, yeah, uh, he had a day out. Um, yes, he did. He could, uh, he, he could have had four or, four or five goals, I thought. Yeah, he's now averaging a goal a game, uh, 0.9 goals a game uh, hmm. this year. Uh, takes more marks than Nank as well. Nank's precious stats are better. Um, uh, but yeah, no, it was. I, I was really happy for the big man, and it, that was, uh, that, yeah, uh, you know I loved it. <laughs> I know. But he, he, he really was genuinely effective. Look, and part of that is, is North um, fairly... Fairly creaky uh, defence, and it, actually, it did did strike me like the, you can. We mentioned in the preview the you know there is a bit of uh, star young talent at North now, given they've been terrible for more than half a decade. But there's, there's also some pretty big gaps. Like if Ben Mackay walks out as a as a free agent, I'm not certain who the who the next um, the up and coming. Uh, North Melbourne um, key forwards are. Um, oh, sorry, um, key defenders are. And so um, Griffin, Griffin Lowe, um is out of the team, but um, with injury. But hmm, yeah, there's a way to go. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> Nick Larkey looked all well, but um, uh, yeah, I. Then the the staging for the free kick against Bolter. Oh. Yeah, that was annoying. Um, I don't. I, I did think the you know given given we've just just seen the end of Jack Rewalt's career where he's pretty much never gotten a break um uh, from the umpires. That um I do think that if if you make the umpires um look bad. Um, that's going to come back to bite you. Yeah, and he's just—I mean, he has had. Um, yeah, I think I think that will get noticed. Mm. Um, we've mentioned it multiple times before, but I still checked it to the, and I was interested in Tyler Young's game and how he he would handle up, and he did maybe have a goal or two kicked on him by Lucky, but sometimes it was. Bolter, like I, I looked at every goal yeah. closely to see, but over the course of the season, Tyler Young still his one-on-one defense rate is still absolutely uh, absolutely elite, mm. um, and he's getting a lot of reps. He, he does get targeted a bit. His intercept marks are far lower um, than Bolter's, but um, yeah, he's well since Bol- since Bolter led the competition. Yeah, indeed. Um, but Bolter's loss rate is in the thirty percent, and um, which is not good. No, it's quite high. Um, it's it's not. It, it's 
it's definitely one of the worst ones amongst the the AFL leaders in this kind of stat. But um, yeah, um, Tyler Youngs is uh, just above. I think it's eleven percent off the top of my head. Um, so just as a comparison, and that's one of the best for the the guys who get a lot of reps. So yeah, um, he kept that all gear. By the way, I'm sure you know this, but I was surprised to remind myself that he's actually older than Bolter. Yeah, it, it's a it's a funny old stat, but yeah, the um with a with a pretty late late start to his his football. I think that uh, between the two of them, one of our problems is a bit lacking of physical nous. Like for both of them, if they're shoulder to shoulder, I'm pretty confident. But just in like we saw, um. Uh, the North Fords did a move where they, uh, uh, the Richmond defenders needed needed to hand off to one another, and just that type of teamwork and awareness uh, is still still a work in progress. Yeah, I noticed that too. I mean, the commentators to their credit pointed out as well. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, I wasn't I wasn't entirely sure who which one of the two was at fault then. But yeah, um, whoever it was, it didn't go well. No, no, not at all. Um, the I can't believe we finished up wondering if no one, no, after after cementing himself as as a key back seemingly for years, um, we're back wondering whether no no Bolter's a forward again. Yeah, I still think no in the long term. He um, did, he did look really good, and then I thought, oh, is it is it just the north, his north component was terrible, but yeah, it's, it's a funny look, one. I don't, he's always going to look good so in flashes. Um, good in flashes, yeah, yeah, because he's he's got all the skills, but um, just think he's got so much proven form that he can be a competent backman, even though it can be frustrating at times. I'm yep. presuming Grimes not going to be around forever. That. You know, you, you're going to need him back there as the as the guy playing against. Like, who's going to play against the gorillas in future? No, I know. Um, look, you want. Uh, I think I think Gibkus is the the plan against you know the King brothers and the like who are who are two hundred centimeters plus. But yeah, um, yeah. yeah you, you also need someone to to wrestle with the gorillas. I did. I did think. Nathan, um, for whatever reason, Nathan Nathan Broad had not much impact. Yeah, he struggled a bit. Um, uh, like has done some good things, but yeah, he's. I, I wonder whether I hope he's carrying an injury of some kind because he's. I think if you looked at his form as a whole, it hasn't been as good lately. No, no, def- definitely not. Um. Oh, I thought Thompson Dow had a good first half. Um and and again as with last week, um didn't carry on with it. I you know, I'm 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 Team Dow. I'm the holder of some undeveloped land on Thompson Dow Island. Mm. Uh, um there were just a couple of things about his inside contested work and his follow-up, and yeah, I just I'm I'm, I'm less confident 
than I was before. Uh, well, I wasn't confident before, but whatever percentage chance I, I had, I, I, it went down marginally. Just um, look, he, he did some nice things. Like after Zebul took his big mark, it was actually uh, Dow that did something pretty athletic to to generate the intercept. Um, he had another moment where he showed good skills overhead. Um, and you know his awareness in traffic is is pretty good. Although he does he does get a little bit handball heavy at times. But um, yeah, look, I, I mean that's why I own like I agree. Like he always shows flashes, but I just thought like to survive in his like he plays in a position where it's all about second and third efforts. Yeah, and maybe we, we, we've been spoiled. And some of them weren't at the standard of some of his teammate, his premiership-winning teammates, who we, no. who we've just become used to it. Maybe another coach can reach him, but um, I can understand more why he hasn't. He's played so few senior games. Yeah, and uh, when he when he had the chance to um, uh, win to take a take a goal. Um, in the third quarter as well, like that—that that was a real uh, moment for him to shine. Unfortunately, which he didn't, yeah. which he didn't take. I wonder about his tank. Um, anyway, yeah. So I, I wasn't um, on the upside. Um, uh, Jack Ross continues his run of uh, very solid form. A sort of a he did, a, yeah, a, a, attacking half forward, and um, he's actually finished off the season. Being you know one of our more uh, effective contributors, like he gets plenty of the ball. The base stats are good, but mm. you know, he, he holds up on the ratings too, which is um, something you should you know people should look for in uh, sort of attacking half forwards. Mm. He was our f- uh, third best player. There was it was Dusty and Shay, like obviously mm. the best two. Uh, Daylight, but he was the third best, and uh, Soldo yeah. was the fourth best. Uh, oh, I was wondering where Soldo was going to be. Yeah, he'd outs to advantage that lead to goals. Uh, it mm. loves. I thought Hopper was good as well. So he was actually next. Um, mm. Not quite. Not many tackles. Not many clearances, despite a recent amount of uh, attendance at contests. But um, he started very strongly. He had a good first quarter. Um, but yeah, he's more of an accumulator than the inside ball hog. Actually, I was going to ask you, Nick. I mean, the stats say a few years ago in the GWS, he was a it was more of a pig inside. But was that like in your eye test? Was that when you you've watched more of Hopper mm. at the GWS than me? What was this the kind of player he was when he was at his sort of GWS? No, prime? not to, no. He was always uh, pure ball because um, they had so they've always had so many guys like they've run um, Kelly and. Cornelio and Ward, um, now Finn, Finn Callahan, like it's yeah, and they've always had more inside midfielders than they had uh, spots for. But um, Hopper, Hopper was pretty inside. Um, and look, he's had he's had games with some pretty high clearance numbers as well. But sort of this this was this was a funny old game, and it was surprising. Once you got out of immediate contest, it was it was often pretty open, and he was he was finding space and using the ball well. Well, that's that's what this year from watching him far more closely than I did in the past. That 
to me is has been his strength. Um, but yeah, he just hasn't been the the pig in the inside pig that. Um, uh, frankly, I uh, I mistakenly thought we were getting. Um, anyone else you want to talk about? Um. Yeah, actually, mm, it's his fourth best season for for clearances. So slightly not not. Uh, it's a bit off his absolute piggy peak um, cool. uh, with the Giants, but yeah, it, it's still pretty good. He's, yeah. he's over over four a game, which is pretty solid. Um, solid, but it's not. It's not like you know. It's it's not what we're we're expecting above five. You know? Yeah, prob- probably so. There's a um. There's a couple of games where he's got injured in there as well, which makes the stats a bit funky. But anyway, um, I, I, I think the, the bottom line of um, good but good but not great season. Um, it's a bit of a down note as well. But I do, th- I do think the Jack the Jack Ross emergences come a bit at the expense of Marlon Pickett, and he is. He's done whatever role has been asked of him, you know, up forward or in the ruck or wherever. But yeah, it, he's he's only just going as well. Yeah, four disposals. Um, he's been moved around a lot. He's, mm. he's the, I mean, yeah, his, his football is at a crossroads next season. Mm. I think. Well, okay. and along yeah. with everything, along with everything else as well. Yeah, I was, I was, yeah, um, I, I was, I was not going to say it, but yeah, it's a fair point. So it's, I, I think he needs, um, uh, yeah, I mean, he's been used as a spare part, the brave spare parts man this year. But mm. um, if he's playing next year, he's going to need, um, and he, he's under contract, so as long as he can physically play, he'll be playing. Um, mm. I, I don't think, I, I don't. I don't think he can play the spare parts man again. I think it's it's been to, it's been too far to the detriment of his football ultimately. Mm. Yeah. Um. Look, I didn't I didn't have um uh, a ton of ton of others. I thought. Look, I thought um to sort of finish finish where we started. The um they did it. They did a really good job of it. Like having. Having the players, all the past players there, clapping them off the ground, having dimmer uh, in the rooms, sort of one one last time as the the former Richmond coach rather than the, the current Gold Coast coach. Um, yeah, it was a it was a big occasion done well. Yeah, yeah, it was. Um, you know, we, just on uh, just we, on Hopper. Um, sorry, I just looked up his mm. clearance stats. He's had two seasons where he's had above six clearances a game. Mm. Mm. So he's really, and this year he's actually below his career average um, of four point six. So it's kind of he's had two seasons where he's really shown he can like had really high production. So it's not unreasonable to think that there might be more there. Yeah, no, I I agree. Give him, um. Give him a clean run. Like he's had, he's had the calf injury. I think he's had two concussions as well this year. It's been, yeah. Mm. I, de- I said, yeah. 
it's been a it's been a challenging one. Um, the yeah, look, I, it it's interesting. Um, looking at the betting line, uh, um, Port Adelaide uh, very big favourites. Um, this week, so I think that there seems to be a pretty big expectation that we've played our grand final. <laughs> This week, and the barely going to show up. Yeah, that's probably. Um, well, do, do you want to talk about VFL before we get onto that? Oh, no. Well, I, I was just. I suppose I was making the point. Do you, do you think? I mean, it was clearly uh, a big day. Um, do you think? Um, a North North Melbourne friend of ours complained about how long. Um, the the ceremonies at oh, the end yeah, were taking and. I had to explain that um, this is what happens for three-time premiership players since, you know, North's, North's not had a three-time premiership player in its history. It's, it's very dry. I'm just not laughing. I remember saying here at the time, but, you know, he, he um, they were... Um, Look, uh, it was it was a festival of Richmond and uh, it <laughs> was a, festival of smoke. <laughs> they have to, um, yeah. It's it's tough, right? Because Port Adelaide yeah. are actually highly motivated, um, uh, and you know, at, at the very least, um, want to hold on to third spot, but um, mm. have a live shot for. I'm just checking. Will they know? Um, they will know where they're playing for second by the time of the game. Mm. And that's a that's a very big deal. Uh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah, um, so yeah, it's uh, yeah. I um, emotionally, I feel that way, and um, don't know if on field the team will. You know, I, I think Cochin Cochin's fairly uh, replaceable. It'll be interesting to see what um, Bauer does because he'll almost certainly come in, right? For yeah, look, I was I was thinking about that. So one, look, transitioning to the VFL. Yep. Um, one one notable thing, like Bauer was pretty close to to best on um, uh, four goal, uh, kicking four goals and four very well taken goals. Um, but uh, we played two of either Bradkey. Miller and Ryan, uh, the the whole time up forward. So he was he was almost always the third tall forward. And uh, Steve Morris talked about getting him in in good matchups. Um, so yeah, that that made me think that um, oh well, we'll, we'll certainly um, uh, continue with uh, with having one one ruckman. Um, Forward, and I sort of almost wondered if we uh, we bring someone like Miller uh, back as well to to play as a key forward. I, I hope not, because but maybe. Um, yeah, look, honestly, making the highlights of Bow, like one goal obviously was that cracking, stonking kick from outside fifty, mm. um, and his goal kick he's four two. But you know, another goal came from an intercept mark from a. Um, uh, from nice, like I actually don't know quite what to make of him yet. Um, but uh, one only two, right? You've got to think he's very complimentary to the the the, the resting rock. Yeah, look, he's not a he's not a 
putting the ball on his head in the goal square kind of guy. Like he'd, he's much better sort of on the move, reading the ball and and jumping at it. Um, so yeah, um, yeah. And, and to the point, like when I said before about shame might be in for a rough day. Like the midfield's all there, um, and and Nank's back, and you know everyone's in okay form. Like having, hmm. I, I might sort of change That's my. A, yeah, well, and although Port, so Porter rucking Sam Hayes, who is a large lump of human who isn't bad at hitouts, but hardly ever gets the ball. Um, mm, a victory for the ruck purists after the. <laughs> um, for those who can't remember, Port had a, a oh so innovative experiment. We're not going to play a real ruckman. We're going to play a mobile guy around the t- around the ground. Well, well, you'll see how that ended. Um, yeah. with, Although, with, they, yeah, yeah Finlayson is uh, has had a not a really good um, season. Sort of continuing the long what if of you know had um, the equation of. You know, Phil, da- Phil Davis playing in the 2019 Grand Final and Finn Lyson uh, missing out. Yeah, you know, what if? Um, yeah, so uh, all I was going with is there is actually a chance that the kind of leading forward the Barra is he might actually get some opportunity. So, oh, it, he's, he's definitely in the team. Um, I, I mean, but he might actually get some supply. Oh, yeah, true. Um. Look, it was a it was a solid, solid team effort. Uh, otherwise, I thought um, uh, Banks Banks was very good. Um, Sonzi was pretty good until he had a complete brain fart and managed to punch someone in the jaw. But look, yeah, and because you know he would have been right in the frame to come into the team. Right in the frame. Yeah. Oh, yeah. just extraordinary. Yeah. Um. So it was. Uh, so at tribunal. Tonight, when we're recording this, it has been was downgraded from severe to high impact. So he's he's got three weeks rather than five. Um, so you know, ideally, ideally the VFL, um, if the VFL team could squeak out another couple of wins, it. Um, yeah, but he's, would, he's really like he's made it really tough for them, right? Because they've got Dow and Swansea out of the team. Yeah, I don't. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, that's true. Because Dow will play. Yeah, you will. And yeah, they're, so. not, they're not they're not deep on. Yeah, and no, they'll lose Bauer as well. So yeah, it's gonna, no, it's it's gonna not, be tough. And yeah, they had young young Seth Campbell hurt it hurt an ankle during the game as well. So yeah, it, it, God, he's been. Like, oh, and actually, I think Coulthard hurt a shoulder. Like, God, they are they're really banged up. Yeah, it's it's a great shame. Um, you know. Feels like maybe they played their grand final too, but um, yeah, I know. So yeah, it's Collingwood, Collingwood in a in a wild card round. Yep. Um, yeah. Um, Samson Ryan was pretty good. He did, he almost seemed like he was going to really crack their game open and dominate it, but it was still you know he was still clearly one of the better players on the ground. Mm. Uh, shout shout out to uh, Richmond fans. I think maybe slightly pandering to me who think we should um, trade Nank and uh, um, uh, rank Soldo, Ruck Soldo and uh, Ryan next year. Um, I'm Bless. not going to go that far, but I, I appreciate the thought. Bless. Um, the uh, 
Brown, I, I like Brown and Trezise as well. I don't think either of them are going to play um, this week, but yeah, yeah, there's a bit of talent there. But, yeah. Yes, sorry, you go. Oh no, but yeah, I think I think they will they will start underdogs um, this week against um, uh, Collingwood, unfortunately. Yeah, big underdog. Like so, I mean, what's the most likely thing that's going to happen is that Mansell. By the way, nineteen touches, ten tackles. Um, kind yeah, of pretty good. Coaches yeah. like and one goal and um, Bauer come in, like two big outs, loose Sonzi. Yeah, God, that's going to be tough. Mm. So the uh, they're down. Um, for the coaching search, I think it's they've got five names uh, that are. Definitely through to the second round. I don't think it's, it's uh, that they're the they're the well they're the names that have come out. I was I was quite interested. Um, both Andrew McWalter and and Xavier Clark um, are are on the list, and you know, good for I think that's the, the first time Xavier Clark's interviewed for a senior job. So you know, it's good effort to. Make it to the second round, along with Adam Muse, uh, Daniel Giancirocusa, um, both assistants at other clubs. But um, right now, um, he's not a big favourite. But um, Chris Chris Newman is currently the bookies' favourite to be the next Richmond coach. Yeah, and he's he's come out publicly about it. Um, hmm. Yep. Look, honestly, it was long enough now, long enough ago now that um, UE was um, like there aren't many guys left from the 2015 team, and and you know I I don't think anyone's coaching Dusty anyway, so you you just left with a couple of guys like Grimes. (laughs) Go for yeah, go forth. (laughs) Yeah, Um, so uh, I I I think the sort of Playing day, day, days are now irrelevant, and like it's just so. I, I, I know maybe this is just getting a bit older that I, I just can't have a, a strong take on um, the preferred coaching candidates anymore. I'm, uh, I know some people whose judgment I respect don't feel this way. I'm ready for a change. I, I prefer it to be an outside voice. I think there's sort of there's some. It, it's time for a refresh and. Um, on the other hand, Minnie didn't have the opportunity to do that because he took mm. over mid-year. He took a player no. vote. The players said, stick with the game plan. So maybe that's unfair on Minnie too. Um, but yeah, I, w- whatever it is, uh, I think it's time for um, mm. a, a new approach. Nick, I, I did, do, I sorry, do Nick. very much approve that one of the things they're looking for in a, in a new coach is having experienced coach, coaching a team. Uh, before, which which Newey has, and not, well, a number of the candidates do, but I do, yeah, I think I think that makes sense. Yeah, um, uh, it was an interesting. I, I presume you're referring to the Age article about um the, where they got the um the job description. Um, mm. uh, I'm not sure that wasn't public because didn't they have? Oh no, it wasn't public, but they did they did mm. um advertise for um applications. Um, and then, and that, like it's good that they were clearly embracing the. A lot of the sort of cultural values that mm. um, the clubs um, 
which could be summarized as, you know, don't be an idiot and <laughs> treat people with respect. Respect and connection. Yeah. There was a sentence from a drive a purpose-driven, strength-based and caring culture that is a source of strength and differentiation. Um, probably could have uh, gone through a, a few more edits. <laughs> um, <laughs> kind of cut out a few words there. But, um, yeah, the, uh, I'm sure the actual... Like that, that feels like drafting by committee, but um, I'm sure the actual selection committee will um, uh, take a more rigorous approach to um, selection. Now, Nick, I'm just going to ask do, you. I do appreciate it. It is good that it it feels like we've sort of got out in front of other teams, Gulf West Coast, um, uh, in looking in looking at a new coach. Um, I absolutely so, love the rumours that Simpson knows he's going to be ca- coach sacked and that's why he went all out and won last week. I got to have that true. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that is a good one. Um, purely emotive question, Nick. How did you feel about the demo press conference this week? Uh, getting out I, in front of things? Yeah, I uh, found it pretty uncomfortable, actually. Yeah, I didn't, I'm, didn't hate it, but I didn't love it. No, I'm, I'm, I'm. All the th- positive things we said about him are still true, but yeah, mm. um, yeah. My actual, my emotional. The, re- the amount of, that, um, uh, the amount of that that they were happy to have him in the rooms on on Saturday, despite his his clearly, um being um, uh, about to take the, the son's job was was sort of enough tacit endorsement not to be completely outraged, even though the, the whole thing does have the feel of AFL um, stitch up to get the uh, outcomes they want and never mind the process or the precedent. Yeah, um Completely, I agree with that. And you know my views that we should have mm. been compensated because they yeah. essentially made uh, coaching cra- contracts irrelevant, which of mm. course they'll count again when the AFL wants it to. Um, but yeah, my yeah, pers- but, but would be unthinkable if it was um, uh, if they were uh, a team was trying to um, recruit, uh, you know, the Sydney coach. Yeah, exactly. But um, yeah, my personal feelings towards them it did take a slight knock. I will say. But, um, yeah, yeah. And we've got a... we've got six years for those feelings to marinate. Well, look, um, yeah, he's got he's got two families to to support. Um, so I think a, a long and long and lucrative contract was always always a reasonable, really logical. Uh, yeah. Solution here. Yeah. So the cynic in me, when he said, um, "Oh, well, I'm very happy with our existing coaching setup," it felt a bit like um, we've spent all the soft cap, so um, <laughs> we've got who we've got. Yeah. Um, all right, moving on. Put Adelaide. Um, so their percentage is all is 111.5, and last year it was 110.3. And last year they finished eleventh, and this year they're going for a top four spot, which speaks to well, they've, they've had a very good record in uh, close games, um, but also that 
they're a good but not great team. Like they're clearly um, the best. Um, you know, they they've won a premiership in the AFL. Um, but it is words can barely express how much I enjoyed the fact that their best season by percentage in the AFL was twenty twenty, and they still couldn't win a home uh, preliminary final. Yeah. A weird part of me would enjoy it because nothing they can do uh, on Sunday can get that back. No. That's the great thing about flags. They fly forever. and um, They do, as, as do heartbreaking defeats that you inflict upon your opposition in uh, finals games. In, in knockout finals. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I get, um, that, that was... Uh, and actually, like, Depending on, um, unless we decide to rest a few players, uh, which we did last round last mm. year, so it's not impossible. Well, um, we are we are at the point you talked about it last week of if we finish bottom six and get a uh, we get a much more favourable draw, and you look at the ladder. And, oh, I'm all over this, Nick. Um, it's yeah. Adelaide playing West Coast. It's the yeah, game. yeah. So assuming that West Coast have played their final uh, last week. Um, you know, a great a graceful loss here does does the job. Um and and so it might be the equivalent of, of the Will Martin game uh, against Hawthorne. <laughs> yeah. All right, well we'll see. I mean I'm pleased because like I mentioned um having Incredible uh, legacy game aside, um, if you're not going to make the finals, you want to get some young kids playing to that you can put your put your hopes and dreams into. Mm. Um, and it was a very old team last week, so I'm 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 looking forward to seeing some young talent. And, yeah, um, it'll it'll definitely be younger this week. Um, the Port Adelaide, um, the strength is really in the midfield, like the Butters, Butters and Rosie are two. Absolute guns, Ollie Wines as well. All, all pretty high uh, draft picks. Plus, um, Jason, Jason Horn Francis hasn't had that great a year. Is it? Is a very good clearance uh, player. Like he had eight clearances from fourteen disposals on the on the weekend. But he was he was very good against us uh, last time. Um, the defense the defense is pretty solid. Mention Finlayson. Um, they they play three tools um, in the back line with with him, Marshall, and Ollie Lord. So yeah, I think I think Bolter's <laughs> Bolter's trotting back to the uh, back line again um, this week. Um, not kicking it down Aliyah's uh, throat for the whole game would be would be nice, and that is. That is something we really have to replace uh, with Jack. Was just that, yeah. Um, he's reading the play and at least making it to contests, even even when he wasn't winning them. So, well, yeah, it's it, it's a really big thing. Like that, Richmond has hardly ever played without Jack. Yeah, um, no. So, like most of these guys, have basically never experienced it in their career. <laughs> yeah, and well, and. Um, particularly, I don't. I'm pretty certain we've not had a game without either of um, Rewalt or or Lynch in, in recent years. So, yeah, that's going to be uncomfortable. 
Yeah, so uh, look, it'll be uh, it's all interesting, right? Um, frankly, I, I'm coming up with an open mind. We've already done team selection. Um, uh, be interesting who they choose as a sub. Um, um, Morris um, had a very Morris game where he, he looked like he might break he might break it. But I wonder, I wonder if we give him a full full game this week. It, it look, it's entirely possible, and bring um, yeah. uh, Mansell or um, uh, Banks on as a, as a sub. Mm. Uh, yeah, uh, completely open minded. But I actually think at six dollars and thirty point favourites, presumably oh, 30, thirty-seven point favourites. Yeah. Oh, was it that? I oh, mm. actually I just checked and it was thirty. So oh, it's, okay. it's coming unless I misround yeah. it. But if Dusty plays, I I think that's unfair. Like I, I certainly wouldn't. Um, invest, but I, I think we're a better chance than that. Hmm. I'm Nick. I'm Andy. We're Richmond Target Talk.